Welcome to the Weekly Rebound Podcast. Back again to break down another season of Legacy League's action. I'm your host, Connor Sauer, and I'm joined here, as always, by my co-host, Greg Horn. Greg, my man, we're back for our fourth season. They thought they can get us out of here, but they thought wrong. We're back again. Are you ready for another season of Legacy League's hoops, my man? I can't wait. I mean, you know what they say. Um, you know, ah, man, I might have lost words. You know, I'm excited for the season. Uh, I'm glad to see Joey's team is good again. Uh, hopefully they don't win. You know, we never want to see one team see win. Uh, my boys Flinner back. Uh, our good, our good friend of the podcast, Rosinski's got a squad back, and we also got a lot yep. of new teams and a new some new faces. So it's uh it's going to be an interesting year, and I uh, can't wait. Absolutely, brother. And we got a loaded first episode here for you guys because we're basically combining our typical preview episode that we do where we break down all the rosters before the season starts. We're kind of just going to quickly preview those rosters, um, all the new additions and changes to the league, and then give you your standard episode that you're typically going to see um, when you're watching um, the podcast, which is going to be us breaking down the week and talking about next week's games as well as ranking the teams. And, uh, you know, we, we have a bunch of fun. So um, glad you guys are here tuning in. So, Greg, with, with a lot to do, let's get right into these rosters. Let's pull them up right now. And uh, I'm, I'm going to go through the names, and then Greg is going to give you guys some of the analysis, some of the, some of the changes and stuff that has gone on. So I'm going to start it off. Let's start it off at the top, Greg, with Shocker City. Let's bring it in. The, the reigning champs, two-time, um, you know, led by Chris Rosinski, who's put this team together um, behind the scenes. But on the court, they're led by Carmine Santarelli, David Armstrong, Kintuan Miles, Devon Pratt. Terrell Vargas, Jason Hernandez, Devin Luzietti, and of course Chris Rosinski, Greg. So, what's the, what's there to really say about this stacked powerhouse and uh, some of the turnover that went on from last season to this season? Uh, so, first off, shout out Rosinski, uh, free Mike. Um, obviously, uh, we got to say that to start off, and uh, that's the biggest change I think we can see on this team. It's a perfect place to start. I think mm-hmm. that losing Mike was huge, and um, I mean he's probably. You know, you can debate who the best player skill-wise in this league was. Is it Mike? Is it Reggie? Is it Deontay? Was it Greg Langston? Is it Rel? Is it Pratt? Like, there's so many people. The list goes on and on. I'm not, I'm not about to list, list everyone. But I think the thing is, Shocker City was always built around Mike. I think it's fair to say that was the first – that's the building block. Mike is the LeBron. Mike was the KD. Mike whatever, – whatever team you want to say is the Kobe, the MJ, that was Mike for the Shocker, the Shocker City team. Losing that's really interesting because they add players. They actually added a bunch of players. They added Terrell Vargas coming back. He's a former MVP. He's been to the finals four times. He's never won one, but he's been there four times. He has experience. He's shown up in those games. He's a great player. He's actually my MVP pick this year. Um, And then you got Quinton Miles moving over from the Rim Breakers, who he's one of the best dongers in the league and one of the most efficient offensive players in this league. And then you got David Armstrong, who's probably, if not one of the best big man in this league. Just his rebounding ability on the offensive side is just really unmatched by anyone. And then you got someone like Carmine, who's a top five player, I think, in this league. And then Devin Lizzetti, who is just under – he's Cody – he was so much like Cody DiLonardo, where they just – they're not trying to do too much. They know their role. They're never going to complain about playing time. They're going to make the right play, and they can dunk with the best of them. I think Cody's probably a little more skilled, but Devin is way more athletic. And I just think that what Rosinski and these guys did, including someone like – I mean, Jamel Jones, I've, I know you've never seen him. I actually played in the men's league at the NYA, and um, 
I've seen him play, and he's he's good. He's actually big. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a very big body. He's he's right at that six four. Like uh-huh. he's at what I have to call the Jackson Mechanic line. He's right under the Mechanic line. <laughs> and as long as you're under the Mechanic line, you're good. So I actually uh, <laughs> the I, I really like what Brzezinski did to replace the massive hole that Mike did uh, leaving. Yeah, so a, a lot of turnover, but not really a big loss of talent. You know, he really found ways to supplement the talent that he lost with other, you know, MVP players. You know, he lost Mike. He had another MVP back with his guy Carmine, uh, who took a season off. You thought we might not see Carmine again, but he's back, and he looked better than ever um, week one. Um, that's enough really to say about that team, Greg. We're going to be talking about them a lot this season yeah. for obvious reasons. Um, another team we'll be talking a lot about is this Redeem team. And I really like the name of this team. It uh, kind of rings some bells because a lot of these guys are redeeming themselves from either seasons in the past where they came up just short or maybe you know, in Eddie's case and Dante's case where they felt like they were playing high-level basketball but just not really showing it up on the standings. So now they, all these guys are coming together. It's a really a solid squad, Greg. It's consistent of Eddie Whitman. Um, DJ Foster, a.k.a. Cash, Eric Singleton, Melquan Horton, Destin Simmons, Deshaun Gray, and Dante Abate. So this team is really stacked. Like a ton of defensive guys on this team who really just clamp up. And, uh, you know, some good additions with great shooters like Eddie and Destin. What are you, what are you thinking you're going to see from this team? I love the additions of uh, Eric and Melquan. I think these guys are studs all over the court. I think this team is a lethal team to compete with. What are you looking forward to see when you see this team take the floor? Oh, uh, yeah, I see this team competing for a championship. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, I think we're going to be talking about this team a lot this year, so I'll keep it brief just because Shocker City added a lot of players. I mean, Redeem did as well, but they added Eric Melquan and Nick Durso to what was the Young Kings, and the Young Kings are looking to redeem themselves with Destin and Cash, obviously, and Eddie and Dante, and even Mike Hall coming back. But then they got new additions, like adding someone like Melquan and Eric Singleton is probably the best defensive, purely defensive backcourt in the league. And then you got Mike Hall, I mean, excuse me, Deshaun Gray coming in, who's, I, I believe, Melquan's boy. And he he looked absolutely great out there. He looked like he was killing it. And, I mean, look, Melquan Horton's my pick for defensive player of the year. And I think that this redeem team is going to come. I really do. It's going to be interesting to see with who's going to get defensive player of the year because, like, you know, guys like Dante and Eric Singleton are going to be clamping up as well. So who's going to be getting those steals? Who's going to be getting those blocks, those loose balls, those transition points? It's going to be interesting to see because they're going to be uh, out there scrapping with the best of them. Greg, another team that's a scrappy team, a typical, you know, bruiser type of team. We've got sports look. And uh, they came off a really good season last year. We brought in guys like Jeff Norco, who really transitioned this team from like a fringe tier two team and put them right up there in the front, competing with the best of them. And, uh, you know, they bring Jeff back alongside Dan Kokoros, um, Brian Acevedo, Scott Christie, Colin Marcus. And to me, one of the biggest additions, sneaky additions, Greg, Matt Marconi to sports mm. look in the offseason. Looked great week one, and I think that he's yeah. going to be a great add to this team. What are you looking to see when you see Sportsbook take the floor this year? Again, another team that added a new player that was not playing in this league but has before. It's come a theme this year. And, um, you know, I think the addition of Marconi's who's, I think he supplements what they lost when they lost Tyrell Holmes, who was a big loss because mm-hmm. he's one of the better players in this league. But, I mean, again, you know what you're getting with Sportsbook. You're getting tough play. You're going to get threes from Dan Corcoros. I mean, Scott Christie's going to give you – look, this team – it, all they they don't care about numbers name they don't care about all that they maybe at times Acevedo does too much but they just want to win the basketball games everyone from Christie to Marconi straight down they just are focused on winning and playing smart team basketball they're not focused on any of the talking or anything they're here to just have fun and win and that's why sports looks always in it they'll in, in this they'll be one of the teams this year that can could sneak and win a championship 
if they could upset a few people, you never know because they have the talent. And that's what sports have always been. They're just a hard working team. I like that. I like that a lot, Greg. Um, another team that we're really familiar with, another team very similar to that team is your boys, the JJ Watts <laughs> over there. And, uh, <laughs> I, I just really like this roster. Uh, I really like the guys they have on it. Familiar faces, all good friends off the court. And I always think that that's what makes these teams that fun to watch is all the friendships that these guys have off the court and how they transition to, you know, bickering and fighting with each other and, and all that stuff. It's so funny watching these guys go at it. Nick Strong, man, great team, consistent of Mike Vesecchio, his brother, Ant Vesecchio, Ryan Florentine, Frank Morale, Joey Carfor, Tyvar Pierce, Nick Durso. They got a bunch of guys. Uh, on this team, Greg, that uh, can show up and ball. I really like this roster. Um, they always had that underdog mentality, but they always seem to thrive. And, and Wait, still Nick, have a great time did you say Nick Durso? Yeah, isn't he on this team? No, Nick Durso's on the redeem team. Oh, Nick Durso's on redeem team. See, I'm looking at these uh, these week one rosters, and uh, I'm not seeing the whole full team. You got the full roster over there, Greg? Yeah, where uh, is you're, you're cheating. You got a cheat Nick, sheet over there. Look that's Nick Look at this guy. See? Yeah, I see it now. Wow. That's okay. All right, I'm looking at these uh the week one teams here. So I'm like, if they're if they didn't play week here. one, I'm not I'm not, I'm not seeing know, them. You know what, um, Connor? What 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 While I pull this up, I got a question for you to hold on. Let me hear um, it. Who do you think if you were if you were coaching redeem team, who takes the final shot if they need not a three, they just need a just need a bucket. They're down one. Who's taking the final shot? It's tough, man. I honestly, or is it just whoever's open? It's it's it, it for me. It's up to three guys. Uh, it's Eric Singleton, even though he might not be the best shooter. He's hit that big shot before. He has that presence in his in his mind where he can step up in a clutch moment and drill a banger. Um, it's Eddie Whitman, obviously, for his just pure three point shooting ability. If you need one, you got to get it to Eddie. If he's open because he's gonna bang it. Or Destin, obviously, for this obviously similar reasons, just his knockdown ability from all over. Melquan might be might be mad, but I would more want Melquan scrapping down there for that offensive rebound and, and maybe a putback or a tipping because that's what I think Melquan would do best in a situation where you're just trying to get a point at the end, maybe get a foul. But uh, yeah, those would be the guys I'm trying to get the three point three pointer to if you, if you ask me. But let me let me see what you got over there, Greg. You be able to pull it up? Yep. All right, let me see it. Flip, let me flip the screen for me. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, now scroll down to uh, let's do the next team I want to break down. Let's go to the uh, the Flint Tropics, Greg. Let's let's go to your boys of the Flint Tropics. Now the Flint Tropics, man, this is just a returning team. Everyone, if you're familiar with Legacy Leagues, you're familiar with the Flint Tropics, and uh, you know. I love this team because they're basically the same every single season. They, they might add one or two guys or bring in an extra friend that they didn't have last season, but these guys are all the same group of friends. Keep it there for a second, Greg. Oh, I want to see it, it for a sec. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go through the names real quick. So uh, we got Ryan Casciano, Mike Bazzuto, Tyler Japs, Cody Doubleday, Matt Sear, Mike Drew, and TJ Gianni, Nick Japs, Dominic Liaro, and Colin Jordan. So like I said, a lot of familiarity with these guys. Greg, what are you looking to see from your boys of Flint this year? Um, well, honestly, you know, it's hard to say, you know, I love Flint. I'm always on Flint and, you know, I want to say we're going to take it all, but this year it's going to be interesting because the league has, you know, it used to just be, I think redeem teams coming in with an interesting, 
them in sports look are so interesting. And Toon Squad, a team we'll get to later, where you know, I know I know Flint can win it all, and I believe we will. But you know, I, I, you know, my uh, my armor's a little shaken. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. But I believe in Bazudo and the boys. I know they'll bring it home, and I like the new addition. It seems like he uh, fits really well with them. I mean, he looks like he can ball and. You know, anyone that Flint brings seems like, I mean, whether it was, I'm trying to think, Vin Gambino played one year. Whoever Flint brings usually fits and plays well. So yeah. I expect I expect a lot from him. But, uh, you know, Flint Tropics, we're taking it home. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about this next week's game. But uh, we'll save that for the later in the show. I like that. All right, Greg, go back to the screen flip there. Our next team I want to break down is the Silly Senders, another new team bunch of new faces, bunch of new guys. But uh, at the end of the day, this team, when I saw them week one, looks like a team that they're ready to compete as uh, Greg pulls up their roster. They're consistent of our guy, Brendan, Boucher, who was a uh, intern with the league. He was an uh, intern who came back, and now he's playing. He's a, he's, he's a player in the league, and I can't wait to see him play. I didn't get to see his game week one, um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully I get matched up. I, wanna, I definitely want to watch Brendan ball out. Um, consistent of his team, which is Brendan Carey, Aiden Kudzi, Thomas Conway, Sam Cusick, Will. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce <laughs> that. Uh, Chris Paul, <laughs> no, Paul uh, Stefastrom and Drew Rollop. And if I get any of these guys' names butchered, I'm sorry. I obviously, new new names, new faces. I'm not gonna be uh, too familiar with. But Greg, uh, what do you? What did you see week one from these guys? Are you looking forward to thinking that this team might be a new contender that we might have in the league this year? Uh, yeah, I actually saw this team, and uh, they're they're very long. They're very big. Uh, they don't have yeah. they really don't have anyone small. They're all very big. Uh, they're all skilled. They can all dribble. Um, it's just I think they just kind of need to get used to this league. I don't know if they're going to be a championship contender. I I don't think so. But I think they're going to be a team that's going to play every team hard, and that they once they figure the league out more, I think that's going to be a common theme while we go through these rosters. Once these team like this figures the league out, figures out their game, what they're good at on the eight and a half foot rims kind of the Kirk the quirks and like how you kind of play at this height once they figure that out I think they'll be good because I think they have talent but you know again they're very long and don't sleep on this team if you're a good team in this league because they're they're talented they're tough and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep emphasizing it they're a long team and they're gonna contest every shot and once they start to figure it out watch out I like that, Greg. All right, so flip it back around. I want to see Scott's Tots. Got to love the name, Scott's Tots. Uh, another new team to the league, keeping it on the new team, because there's, there's actually several new teams um, in the league this year. So Greg's pulling it up, and there it is. Um, so, Greg, let's look at Scott's Tots. Uh, this team is obviously another new team. Um, I actually got to see these guys uh, last night, and another scrappy team. I think this team is going to be a competitive team. I don't know if they're necessarily a top contender, but they're consisted, uh, consistent of Jack uh, Jacob Rafone, Noah Rafone, Vic Rafone, um, Colin Tracy, Joseph Carbone, and the, the Rafone. You think they're triplets? Kevin Gulametti. I think I two of them are definitely. De I think they're all brothers. Two of them definitely <laughs> look really, really similar, and then I can definitely tell um, that they're all brothers or definitely related cousins. Who knows? Um, but a family, uh, kind of like the Vesicios, got a bunch of family ties in the league. Um, but uh, Greg, what, what are you seeing with Scott's Tots um, in terms of what their competitive nature might be heading forward into the season? One, love the name. Love, <laughs> love the name. 
whoever chose this the name, I don't know, with, with with whatever Rafone brother, whatever Rafone brother was doing that, he is a winner in my book. Scott's Tots, I will not say a bad word about you all season. You got my word. But with that being said, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't see them play. Um, they seem like good guys. Uh, you know, I, I wish them well. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, 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 I don't know what else to say. Go Scott Tots, baby. You got a fan of me. I love that. All right, Greg, another new team, the Toon Squad. I want to see you uh, flip it around to the Toon Squad real quick. Oh. I actually – I love what you're doing over there with the fleet, with the screen flips. Got the Scott's thoughts ready to go, um, but uh, yeah, I definitely want to see this Toon Squad roster. They're definitely a team who has a very interesting appeal coming into the season. Um, a bunch of superior athletes as Greg pulls up the roster over there, and it looks like he's got it. Um, so this team has got Justin Rudell, Chad McCoy, Adrian Velez, Trevor Burke, Jordan Jones, Tremaine Dennis, Jaden Battle, and Carlos Arroyo. Um, these guys were all absolute monsters in terms of their athletic builds um definitely a bunch of football players um i can like literally see like all their different positions that you can <laughs> you got you got the quarterback got the linemen you got uh the wide receivers the linebackers i can literally just tell by watching these guys play that they're nasty at football and uh you know football skills a lot you know the athletic ability from football definitely translates over well to basketball especially if you have the shooting ability so i think that this team is definitely going to be a physical force out there and a team that's really going to get a lot of points inside and they got definitely a couple of shooters on that team too which if those guys can bang and you know draw attention out there i think this team's going to be pretty dangerous greg so what are you looking forward to seeing when uh toon squad plays this year uh yeah i'm with you um i think that they can be a really good team uh I think, again, the biggest thing in this league, I think we saw it. A good example is someone like the throne of the Rim Breakers, where their best seasons weren't their first seasons. It was the second season where they kind of started to, all right, how are we going to pick a team? What do we need to do? Like, when I was watching them warm up, and they were just all dunking. And a few of them were taking threes. But, like, I think everyone, including me, when I first played in the league, you come into the league and you think that, oh, it's all, like, dunking and, like, fast break. You know what I mean? And then you play a team like Run TMC, and Run TMC comes out and goes make, drain, make Reggie Stewart goes five of eleven from three, right? And it, Reggie's game, while he does attack and go inside a lot, think about how many pull up J's he takes. Think about how many mid range shots he's taking mm -hmm. off pick and rolls, off screens, and it's just even catching shoot opportunities. And I think that they need to figure out kind of. Who, who's going to play when, who needs to play with each other, how to rotate in and out. Like, again, I, I know it sounds – like, think about what Shocker City and someone like Run TMC and someone like Flint do. They do the same rotations every single time, and it, they don't even think about it. So they're just playing basketball. They're just doing it. I think Toon Squad just came in. They're trying to figure out this league. I think they have the athletic ability and the skill, and I think they're, de they're going to be a team that later on in the year it's going to click, and they're really going to – really going to push one of these elite teams to to maybe the brink of elimination if they if everything mm -hmm. goes right. I like that. I like that a lot. And speaking of one of those teams that they might be pushing towards elimination, another team that would be, you know, at the end of the road there most likely if they uh, can just play up to their level of uh, talent, Greg, this run TMC roster put together by the commission, Joey Zacco, just seems to get better and better now as the seasons are going on. Um, they've fallen up shut just short in the finals back to back years. Um, to Shocker City. But this team, obviously Joey Zacco, Reggie Stewart, they bring in Kevin Blake, Will Hudson's back, Cody D's back, Paul Miramina's back, 
Mike Slattery, new addition, and of course, Dominique Langston, new addition. So some big pieces there at the end, Greg. It's not just big pieces, but physical bodies who are actually big on the court um, and can really do a lot for TMC, who obviously has the shooters and the guard play. Um, they lost Derek Singleton, but did they get enough talent back to really replace that hall, you think, Greg? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love Eric Singleton. We're, bit, we're me and you are huge Eric Singleton fans. But I mean, when you add Mike Slattery, Dominique Langston, Will Hudson comes back, bringing bringing the three ball back, and especially as a good repertoire with Reggie Stewart, the pick and pop, off ball screen. I mean, look, this TMC team, you're gonna get, you know what you're gonna get. Especially like they do what they do. They ball out. They, they every game they ball out. They they will score every single game. TMC, the way you beat them is you have to outscore them. You're probably not going to shut them down because Reggie's going to get his, especially with the addition of Slattery. Kevin Blake is such a vital part of this team because he doesn't, he's not going to take a bad shot. And there's a lot of players in this league who will take bad shots. Kevin Blake can orchestrate an offense from down low. He, he's so smart. He reminds me of like a Jokic type mm-hmm. player. And right, I mean, right, right. I like that. Yeah. This TMC team, they're coming. They're coming. All right, Greg, last team. We saved the best for last, my guy. Flip it around, and let's check out this team, the Brick Layers, all rookies, um, completely new squad. And uh, I feel bad. We're going to get into this game in a little bit, but uh, they got matched up with Shocker City week one. We'll get into that game. And uh, I didn't get a good estimation of how good these guys are because Shocker City tends to make teams look way worse than they actually are. Um, But nonetheless, these guys were out there competing. They looked like they were having fun. This team's got Jason Bidner. John Warzel, John Gaggle, Justin Sherrick, Spencer Shammerhorn, um, Chris Brown, Cameron Kellogg, Mike Castro, and Brian Polzella. So um, this team I definitely think has the ability to, you know, have some fun and, and make some noise, um, you know, against some of the lesser teams, maybe like games like against uh, uh, some of the other rookie squads that, you know, are maybe less experienced. But it's always tough, Greg, coming in and, and being a rookie team and, and trying to compete with teams like Shocker who just won two championships in a row. So um, what do you what do you see out here week one from these guys and uh, what, what do you think their forecast going forward for them? Uh, no, yeah. I, I, look, I think, again, another team. They got mashed up with a, a really rough game. Uh, yep. They got they got Toon Squad next week. Oh, no, they don't. They got uh, – who do they have next week? <sighs> who do they well, have? don't worry. We'll get into it when we get into it. Right, yeah, 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 we'll get into it. All right, but still, <laughs> look, I'm rooting for them, man. They look like they had a good time. They're having fun. They seem like a great group of guys. They're not terrible. It just looks like they're trying to have fun in the basketball league. And they'll definitely there's definitely games this year they will. Um, it, you know, they should – again, I played on a team like theirs. I uh, light it up was two and eight or nine. And my Titans were like one and something. So like mm-hmm. I've I've been on bad teams. Just go out there and have fun. Get yours. Get your stats. Go for highlight dunks because you can get a top play. You can get everything. You can even get a player of the week easily. You never know how it goes. And I think that they are big, and I think they have talent. I don't know their one good player's name, but I know they have one player who is. Yeah, who, we'll get right into that right now. Yeah, you want to get into that? Let's yeah. get into our surprise on the rise, and I'll get into the, what this segment is real quick. For anyone that might be new listening, surprise on the rise. Me and Greg, um, we'll just pick a player each week that you know really jumped off and surprised us. You necessarily don't have to win your game or be the best player that I, 
in that game. You really just, you know, kind of play above expectations and, and, and make a little bit of noise. And and uh, it's meant for giving some you know recognition to players who aren't talked about as much as obviously the typical all-stars and MVPs and the, you know, familiar faces who the league is so, you know, well-known, you know, being around and seeing on the court. You know, we're really just trying to, you know, get get some other guys some shine, get some other guys some light. And we just talked about it. This get Jason Bender even though his team got absolutely smoked by Shocker City, um, you know, for the bricklayers, he went out there and he did his thing. He scored 20 on 9 of 12 shooting <clears throat> with six boards, a block, and a steal. Um, he's my surprise on the rise for week one, Greg. He honestly, you know, just kept his head down. He kept a smile on his face. He had a couple of nice dunks where even Pratt was like, man, you got to celebrate after dunking like that. <laughs> he was really just, you know, he, he makes some really good plays and didn't even, like, show any emotion at all, you know, just kind of, just kept playing the game the way it's supposed to be played with class, and uh, it's 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 good to see that every once in a while. Um, and it was it was it was good to see him play. Um, and even though they, this team came up way short in a game against Shocker City, it was still good to see somebody giving a competitive effort out there and doing their best just to have some fun and make make a game out of it. And I thought that was a good job on him. So that's why he's my surprise on the rise, Greg. Let me get yours um, for Week One. Who are you starting off with your surprise on the rise? All right, I'm starting off with my uh, second favorite team in this league, baby, and. Uh... That's two squad. Let me hear Jaden, it. Jaden Battle, uh, 17 Jayden points, Battle. 8 of 12 shooting, 6 boards, 3 assists, 1 steal. And I think on this team, they don't have a lot of ball-handling dominant guards. Mm -hmm. And I think he's going to have to be one of those for this team. And I think he's going to step up and do it. He even made a 3. I think he has that ability. And I'm very interested to see when they play uh, Scott's Tots. Or excuse me. Uh, yeah, Scott's Tots next week. And uh, I think that that's a game where he can really attack and really take advantage. I think he was playing really smart against TMC. He was attacking every time Joey was on him. He realized the mismatch. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him play. So Jaden Battle is my surprise on the rise. I like it. So two good surprises on the rises. Even though their, their teams didn't necessarily win, um, it was a good showing from them. And uh, two guys that we're looking forward to see, you know, put on in the future. So um you know just keep chugging keep going for those wins and and, and they'll eventually come at with, with play like like they had you know this week and week one greg so let's get into these week one games let's start off with your guys from flint the flint bandwagon leader himself greg horn uh taking on nick strong and we just talked about it greg before the pot nick strong just seems like the last four or three games that they've played in the legacy league going back to last season have all been against flint and they've all been l's so it's got to be frustrating playing them um, at the start of the season and getting, you know, beat 80 to 65 by uh, Mike Bazzuto, who went crazy on 20 points, 80% shooting with four made threes, five boards, six assists, and his guy TJ, of course, banging every three that he, that he takes is what it feels like. 15 points. He was 50% from beyond the arc. Mike Vizecchio put on 28 points, seven rebounds. He actually shot pretty efficiently, Greg, but not enough to get over uh, your boys of Flint. Yeah, no, I mean, I love Nick Strong. Um, they were, they, um, you know, they fight. They're going to be, they're one of those teams, again, every single team that plays them, you better come with your A game because if you don't, Nick Strong's about to take you out. And again, my boys Flint, they do what they do, baby. That's what we do in Flint Nation. We do our thing. We move on and we keep the train rolling. Next week, we got Redeem Team. We swipe the floor with them. We keep moving on. That's what Flint does, baby. Let's go. Bazzuto MVP. Bazuto MVP gets it in there. I like that. I like that. All right, Greg. Next thing, Shocker City took on the Bricklayers. Let's not spend too much time on this one. We talked about it a lot already. 
but Carmine Santarelli, it's nice seeing him back on the court. 31 points, seven assists, seven steals. Dave Armstrong, I can tell he was going for the assist in this game. Probably probably patting his stats for future games where he's going to be doing his more traditional glass cleaning. But uh, Dave Armstrong, 26 points, 10 assists, five boards, four steals. And, of course, Pooch, Greg, 24 and five. Just this team looked great with all these new additions. This team looks great. Looks like the chemistry's there. Looks like they've been playing together for years. Looks like they've been playing 21 out in the backyard, having barbecues for weeks. I mean, <laughs> I just think that even Rosinski starts the season. You know if Chris Rosinski starting the season with the three, it's going to be a good year for Shocker City. It's going to be a good year for Shocker. I like that a lot, Greg. Um, Redeem team took on the Silly Senders, and they beat them 100-64. to 64. And even though it looks like a bad game on the scoreboard for the Silly Senders, they did, you know, go up against – what we would consider one of the best teams in the league this season. And as a rookie squad, that's always tough, but 64 points, you know, that's not that bad of a total for your first ever game against a really good team. Eddie Whitman put on with 21 points and he made three threes from beyond. And um, all seven players for the redeem team had at least nine and five of them had 14. So just all around a really well rounded effort. And Chris Howe led the way for the senders with 21 on 50% from, from the floor. So pretty good game from him, Greg, but it just, they, they couldn't get over the top. No, yeah. I mean, I just want to acknowledge something very quick. Look at this team's logo. What? Let, let, Full look set. At look at that. <laughs> what legend? Silly senders. I love it. Oh. <laughs> I love that a lot. All right. All right. But still, I, I mean, look, is behind that somehow. That has to be. I mean, look, Silly Senders is going to keep getting adjusted to the league. Like we said, they're going to be better. They're going to come out with a vengeance next week. And, um, you know, they have the talent. I believe they do. And I know they're missing a few players. So I know they have more depth. And I think they'll be ready. I think they'll come correct. And I expect a lot from them. And the Redeem team, again, like I said, Redeem team has so much talent. They're, they're, if they play like this every week, they're going to be a very hard team to stop. Next game, Greg, honestly, in my opinion, was the best game of the week. It was a 10-point game, but it was, like, gradually becoming a 10-point game towards, like, the last, you know, few minutes. It was very much a very close game throughout, like, basically a five-point game, three-point game, six-point game. It just kept going back and forth. The Sportsbook always maintained the lead over Scott's Tots, but Sportsbook was able to pull away at the end, 65-55, led by Matt Marconi, 22-11, and Jeff Norco, 15-8. and And for uh, Scott's Tots, Noah Reform with 14.6 boards, and Colin Tracy, um, another big man for that team who I think is going to be a really good player, 13 points and five rebounds for him. Um, the stats weren't all perfect this week. I want to make that known um, to all the guys who might be listening. The stats weren't 100% perfect. The scores obviously were all correct and all that. That's the important stuff. But, you know, certain stuff like maybe a missed shot or a three-pointer here or there, uh, maybe those stuff wasn't registered perfectly name to name. We have a bunch of interns learning on the stats. They will be more – precise way more accurate as the season goes on um this was the obviously like basically the uh, training session for them while they're going on in mid-game so um if anybody had any questions about the stats i hope that may answer it um but they will definitely be better as the season goes on um but greg uh, what you see out here in sports look for scott's tots is sports look the you know coming back from a really good season getting off on the right foot uh no yeah I, look matt marconi is going to be a great addition for this team i think sports looks coming uh, they have the type of team, especially when Nick Baccarella goes, they got the ball handlers, they got shooters, they have big guys. They all know their role. They all play their roles well, and they have a deep, talented team that is built for late-season basketball in the Legacy Leagues. As far as Scott Tots, 
they'll be one of those grinders. They remind me of Nick Strong. They're just one of those teams that every single game they're going to go, they're going to play efficient basketball. They're, they're, they can shoot threes, which I thought was impressive. I didn't know if they were that good of a shooting team when they hit seven threes, which is a hell of a job. Same as sports look. And I think that's as the season goes on, just like these other teams, Scott's tots will start to find their groove because they'll start to get used to this league. Mm-hmm. And uh, last but not least, Greg, the game I was most excited to see, Run TMC versus Toon Squad, because I was like, I had a lot of anticipation for what this Toon Squad team could potentially do. And they came out firing. It was a very good game in that first quarter. Um, but TMC kind of started to put it together and their experience kind of just started to really show um, was Toon Squad was just really turning it over on multiple possessions, not anticipating the types of players I don't think that Run TMC has um, because, you know, players to players at, as an athlete, um, Toon Squad may have had an advantage in that aspect. But when it came to just the, the you know, skill of basketball and the experience in this game of basketball in terms of the legacy leagues and how unique it is, I think that was what really propelled Run TMC um, over Toon Squad, led by Reggie, who obviously goes crazy every single game, 29 points, five made threes. And Slat had a really good game, too, in his first game for TMC, 18-8 and eight with four steals. Um, and Toon Squad, Greg, um, number 13, Chad McCoy, 24 points on 66% shooting, was a boy playing uh, – or a boy. He was a man playing amongst boys, as I meant to say, because uh, he was definitely not a boy. He was, he was the exact opposite. He was an absolute grown man out there playing with little kids, it looked like. No, yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. And I think, I think with Toon Squad, like I said, I think that they, um, look, this league, especially you, you play four and four in this league. It's something people overlook too. You play our whole lives. We play five on five basketball. You play four on four, what, and three on three, what, occasionally when you're playing with your friends. But when you play organized basketball, you're playing five on five. And the yep. four on four changes the game because you have to, there's not as many pat like think about when you play a five on five, you can swing that ball around a lot. When it's four yeah. on four, you might have two people down low and two up top. So you can't swing it. That has to be a cross court pass. So you have, you have to have some players, not even every single player in this league has to have either a jump shot, a, t- a dribble move, or be able to attack the basket. Because if you can't, you're essentially useless out there. Because you, mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do. You need to be able to do something one on one with your defender. There's a reason there's no zones played in this league. This league is just it's, it's just unique and different. And I think that Toon Squad is going to figure that out because they have the athletes to do it and they have the basketball skill to do it. So, regardless, and my mom is calling me. Shout out, my mom. <laughs> Shout out, mom. Love you. Hey, She's we're live, baby. Right it happens. This is uncensored. <laughs> um, but look, regardless, I'm. I think Toon Squad is going to be a great team. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Te- text. Uh, look, Toon Squad is going to be a great team. Shout out, Toon Squad. Toon Squad Nation. You guys Toon got Squad it. To just, just look. Just <laughs> play your game. I'm telling you guys. Ice. This is not play ISO basketball. You guys have great athletes. Take it to the rim. I believe in two squad. Love it. All right, Greg, that's going to wrap it up for our week one recap. Um, touched on all the games. Um, let's touch on these rankings now. So typically what me and Greg would do in the past is two different sets of power rankings. But what we notice is that our brains are so much alike where we basically would some weeks have the exact same list other than like one or two teams. So we saved um, all the bickering on the, on the pod for a different time. We basically came together um, – you know, in the pre-production and came up with our consensus rankings. And we're going to give you guys some analysis. We're going to, you know, go on and off up through the rankings. Um, And uh, I'll start us off, Greg. So at the bottom of our power rankings, we have the bricklayers. 
um, who are 0-1 currently. And I just think it's just a matter of getting some more experience. I think they have the ability to move up a couple spots throughout the season, but at the end of the day, it's going to be tough um, to, to you know get over some of those teams who are experienced and you know really have players who have been doing this for a while and are you know really familiar with shooting on those hoops and can dunk it and take those crazy layups at weird angles because they you know they have the ability practicing and practicing and doing it over time so um brick layers just got to get some of that and uh you know maybe just get some some added team chemistry and i think to just stay positive and that's just you know don't worry about these power rankings and and just worry about the league and having fun playing basketball greg who do you got at number nine scott's todd's baby we do what we do uh you know, Scott's Tots, you guys just got to, you know, it's hard. Sports looks a hard team. They know what they're doing. They've been in this league every single year there's been a league. So in order to beat them, you just got to, again, play. You can't play their type of basketball. And I think Scott's Tots just played into what sports look wanted to do. And I think Scott's Tots will, again, be between the 7 and 10 ranking throughout the season. But there'll be a team that you don't want to play, and they could upset. Yep. Greg, at, uh, at 8, we got Nick Strong. I think it's, it's it's sad having a veteran team uh, a little bit this down there on the list, but Nick Strong is used to this. They're used. To, they don't think they they care too much about it, and I think that they're just out there worried about getting some wins and and, and just getting on the standings, getting a better seeds, maybe propel an upset in the uh, playoffs. But that's where we got Nick Strong at eight. Greg, who do we have at number seven? Silly Sanders, baby. We got our boy Brendan. Um, you know he's hitting threes. He's doing his thing. Uh, again, I I think they're a big team that they they're very talented. I think again they need to get adjusted to the league, and mm-hmm. once they can put that together with their talent and their chemistry, because they're all boys, and once all their players come, I think that the City Senders will be a team that you know maybe could push towards a top five team if everything goes right, and they could maybe battle for that who for who we have at five. Yep, uh, Greg, I think at, at six with Tune Squad. I think yeah. they're another team. Me and you can um, combined with uh, what we were talking about in, uh, before the show with the number five team. I'm not going to reveal yet, but the number five team and of course Tune Squad right here at number six. We almost thought about interchanging, but we ended up saying because they lost um, their first game and the opposing team, who Greg's going to mention in a second, won their first game. That's why uh, we kept them where we are. But um, Tune Squad at six, right? Who who is this number five team? This mysterious uh, number five team? Sports look. And, um, you know, the addition of Matt Marconi with Acevedo doing his thing, Baccarella wasn't there, and they still did their thing. You know, I think that they've all played together before. They all, again, have chemistry. And I think that Dan Corcoros had his best year last year. Jeff Norco, Rookie of the Year, he just was an absolute monster. The sports look team is so talented and so effective on both sides of the ball. They're efficient from the free throw line. They're smart with the basketball. Sports look is going to be there at the very end. I like that, Greg. Honorary mention: You get to do number four too because of uh, it's just it's just special to you. Who's who's our number four team, and, and were you happy putting them here? No, I was not. Um, uh, but you know, you, you make compromises because it's not about the power rankings. What is it about, Flint Nation? The shit, and that's what we're getting. <laughs> I love it. All right, at number three, it's going to be Redeem Team. I think Redeem Team is one of those top contenders. Just the pieces they put put together. I think all these guys have a chip on the shoulder guys like Melquan, eric eddie dante these guys are all going to put together a great season don't forget about destin and cash to that dynamic duo and uh, i think this is a dangerous team i think they're going to be contenders till the end greg who's at number two number two is run baby run tmc 
And, you know, um, you know, it's an interesting dynamic with Run TMC because we hate Joey, but we love Run TMC. No, I'm joking. Love you, Joey. Love you, Joey. Just joking. But, um, you know, it's, it's just – it's interesting that they, they lost such a great player, but then they added such a great player. And they added Slat, who, again, is another great player. And Will Hudson coming back, bringing that 3 and D back, bringing his – I mean, his pick and pop of Reggie Stewart is so efficient because Will can either go inside or he can back out and hit that three at a very high rate. So, you know, I just think that it's, you know, it's very, it's very difficult to see this team losing. I mean, against anyone, but obviously we have them at two, but with the talent they have, this is a very, very good run TMC team. I like it. And at one, we got the defending champs, uh, Shocker City. And it's, you know, pretty coincidental, maybe not, that, you know, the defending champs and the guys, who uh, the runner-ups are sitting there at one and two. Um, so, you know, they both have stacked teams and looks like it could be that again if everything falls in place. Um, but, of course, Redeem and Flint, Sportsbook and Toon, Sanders, these guys are all going to have something what? to say about that. Um, so I can't wait to see how it all unfolds, Greg. Greg, let's get into the final segment of the show, the week two preview, and uh, a little preview of how we do this. Uh, typically, Greg and I would just go through the games. We do our own picks for which team is going to win the game, and then we'd keep track and whoever, just you know, for for nothing at all, but just for pride's sake, who who wins at the end of the season? Who's the real legacy league's guru? Who knows the most about this game, Greg? Um, but. We're changing up a little bit this year. Now me and Greg are going to be releasing our own lines for every single game. I think we've done this in the playoffs in the past and other episodes, but we're going to be consistently doing this every week, coming out with our own lines, probably tweeting it out um, on the weekly rebound page as well. So if you ever want to see like what we think in terms of the week that you're going up against the team and how much of a favorite or how much of an underdog you are, um, you can always refer to this segment or to just uh, this little uh, tweet that we might put out on the weekly rebound Twitter. So check out for that later on. Um, but yeah, Greg, let's get into it. So now we're going to be making our picks with the spreads and the spread is what counts as a win or a loss. So even if you pick the team that wins, but they don't cover the spread, that's a loss. So we'll be keeping track like that throughout the season. Um, so the spread definitely does matter. It doesn't mean like, oh, I picked the right team, even though they didn't cover Like it, it, it doesn't matter. We got to make these better and, and make it so that underdogs are being chosen more and that we're getting into more disagreements. So, Greg, let's get into it. First game, Redeem Team taking on the Flint Tropics. And the Redeem Team, we're giving them the, the favorite here. They're going to be minus one and a half points. Flint's going to be plus one and a half. Um, this is going to be a tough one. Um, to to do, I'm gonna have to go redeem team here for my guy Melquan Horton, but I know that the guys of Flint, I really like those guys. They're gonna probably give me a little bit, of, a little bit of shit for this, but uh, I'm gonna have to go redeem team covering the minus one and a half spread. Greg, what do you like here in this game? Obviously, <laughs> uh, Flint baby, Flint Nation. That's how we do it. We do. You know, you know what they say in Flint Nation. We roll through. We do our thing. We move out. We get the corn dogs. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. We get the wins, dubs, baby. That's all we eat. Like Shannon Sharp says, we eat the restaurant. <laughs> That Flynn will be eating at my restaurant, Dubs. Connor will be eating at like Dutch's or something. Oh my God. Not that Dutch's is bad. No, no, no. Connor 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 be eating at like um Connor be eating at like uh I don't know. Connor will be eating the Target pizza. Oh my god. Target pizza. I'll be I'll be eating dubs with Caggiano and Gianni. Target has Pizza Hut, which wouldn't be like the worst thing ever. All right, yeah, but I'll be eating ninety dollars steak, dubs. All right, let's get Lobster, into the next game. Crabs. Nick Strong Cal- versus Fry Calamari. 
Oh man, Nick Strong versus Shocker, Greg. Shocker's a minus 24 and a half point favorite. Who you like here? Do you think that Nick Strong can cover 24 and a half? I think I'm actually gonna go Nick Strong covering 24 and a half. Um, look. Connor, I'm disagreeing with you again, man. I'm disagreeing with you again. That's this is why we do this. I think that Shocker's gonna win by 30. I think that Nick Strong's gonna have a good game. I think it'll be like 130 to like 98. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, next game, buddy. We got Scott's Tots versus Toon Squad. Toon Squad's the favorite in this one. They're going to be minus seven and a half points. I'm going to take Toon Squad to cover that seven and a half. Guess what? We agree for once. I think Toon Squad's going <laughs> to figure it out this game. I think Toon Squad's going to put it together, and I think Chad McCoy is going to absolutely beast and feast on them. What are you doing over there? Are you keeping track of everything for us? Yeah. I love it, dude. See, at least you're good for something. Finally. <laughs> All right. Uh, last but not least. Actually, no, this isn't last but not least. A couple more games. So I've got the Bricklayers versus Sportslook. And we got the Bricklayers. They're going to be plus 20 point and a half favorite. Or, I'm sorry, underdogs. Plus 20 point and a half underdogs against Sportslook. But you know what? I'm still picking Sportslook to cover this this minus 20 and a half, Greg. What do you, what do you like here? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I expect Force Look to do their thing. I think that they just have too much talent. And I think with the athletic talent they have now, I think that Sports Look's going to look at this matchup and say, I think we're going to take this game and we're just going to really run it up and just really show how dominant we can be. Mm -hmm. um, and now, finally, I can say last but not least, as cliche as it is, Silly Senators taking on Run TMC. And the Run TMC. Minus 13 and a half point favorite. That's a big spread against the silly senders. So I think, you know, have the length and the athletic ability to make this a ball game, but run TMC, obviously experience on their side. I'm going to go with the, with the run TMC covering. I think they might go on a run late in the fourth and just kind of deplete the senders and, and maybe elevate this to like a 15, 16 point win. No, I agree completely. I think that the senders when maybe lose by 15, uh, maybe 10, you never know. But um, I think that this TMC just has team, excuse me, has too much. And I think with their offensive firepower and their defensive capability, Dominique Langston is going to have a day. He's going to introduce them to the legacy leagues in a way that they haven't seen. And unfortunately, Brendan, I, think I got run TMC. All right, my brother. So you know what time it is. That's going to wrap it up for our first episode together here on the Summer 19 Weekly Rebound Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Sauer. My co-host, Greg Horn. Do you have anything, last words you want to say before we officially close it out? Flint Nation, baby. Flint Nation. That's it. Short and sweet. So, guys, be sure to drop a follow on the podcast on Twitter at weekly underscore rebound. Be tweeting out those lines. And uh, be sure to also tune in on SoundCloud for your audio version. If you guys are at work or whatnot, you guys want to just pop some headphones in and, and, and listen to us that way. That also works. Appreciate all you guys for listening in. Listening in. Jeez. Can't even close out correctly, Greg. Uh, we're, we're struggling here. Maybe Greg's gonna do our show next week. Maybe, hey, maybe we'll, we'll switch it yes. up. Greg do our show next week. Uh, every every yeah. outro is just 30 seconds around the horn style. Of me just talking. That's it. Be sure to tune in for that because that's gonna be that's gonna be some fire. So, uh, we'll see you guys next week.